I'm listening. What do you require? Hello, and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. I'm Aprilian, your host, currently of Earth and Ring and the Bellgun server, and it is Tuesday, May 15, 2007. This is episode 22, entitled Back in the Saddle. Okay, let's get started with what's been going on. And the first thing that's been going on, of course, is that I have missed an episode uh, last week. Normally I've been doing them every week. I try to get them out either on a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at the latest, but usually on a Monday or Tuesday. Sometimes on Sunday, if I can. And uh, last week I didn't get one out. My last episode was April 29th. And the reason for that was that I had to have a little surgery. And I'm going to talk about that just really quickly because I thought about glossing it over. Then it makes it seem like, oh, maybe I had something mysterious happen. And um, it's a female thing. And part of me is a little angry because it turned out that it's a common female thing. But it's not discussed. And they actually use some really neat and new technology to fix this problem and who knows maybe one of the listeners will share this with their girlfriend um, mother whatever or use it for themselves and it would help women when they get to be a certain age develop fibroids on their uterus and this can cause excessive bleeding and and other problems my problem particularly was the excessive bleeding and it would also lead to times when I would not be able to function properly because I had excessive blood loss and I went to a doctor and I found out that there was a procedure that has several acronyms the most popular common ones are UAE and UFE and what it is is uterine fibroid embolization or uterine arterial embolization and what they do is they uh, go in through an artery in your leg and up into your uh, abdomen and they release these little microbeads that cut off the circulation to the fibroids or cut off the blood flow to the fibroids and thus prevent them from creating the excessive bleeding and a bunch of other problems but anyways it was a, a procedure I stayed overnight in the hospital last Tuesday and uh, I just want to touch on that if anybody has that problem or you know of anyone that has that problem, tell them there is a solution. Talk to your doctor. Don't think that, oh, it's just a part of life because it's not. And the solution is very easy. Now, I just want to add, well, let me just take a break because that was the end of the PSA part. And I wanted to kind of isolate that from the rest of the uh podcast so that if anyone wanted to skip over the PSA they could so let's take a tiny break okay now one of the things that I was excited about other than getting the uh, procedure done was that I thought this would allow me to have an increased amount of time to play World of Warcraft because I was going to need two weeks off to recuperate or and uh, didn't turn out to be just as I planned I thought that maybe last week right after the procedure and I got home on Wednesday I would do a podcast but I guess it takes a little bit of uh, 
dealing with uh, anesthesia, that's, uh, there's a lot to it. And so I am just really getting back on my feet, or back in the saddle, as it were. And the other thing was I really wanted to play a little bit more before I actually did the podcast so I could really feel more comfortable talking about World of Warcraft. So let's get into some of the things that I've been doing. And, of course, with a lot of downtime, you end up thinking about things. And one of the things that I've thought about, and I'd love to hear about uh, your thoughts about this. Oh, and I'd also like to get any thoughts about how you've dealt with being sick and playing World of Warcraft. Because I know there were times when I wanted to play so badly. I even had my husband bring my laptop to me in the hospital. And at 3 a.m. I tried to reach for it. And I, I mean, all evening I tried to reach for it. And it wasn't until 3 a.m. that I was actually able to pull it up and check on my auction house stuff and say hi to a couple of guild members before I collapsed again. And, you know, I would, in the days that follow, I would get up and get at my computer once I was home. And I would get on, and I would be able to do a few little things, but then I'd have to go lay down because for some reason laying down is more conducive to healing than sitting in your at your computer. I don't understand that. You would think it would be the reverse. And so I would love to hear about anybody else and how you've dealt with being sick. Of course, it depends on what kind of sickness it was and, and how you were forced to heal. But you can send me an email at controlaltwow at gmail.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. And so while I was out and I was thinking a lot, I thought about alts and it, their role in Second Light, <laughs> their role in World of Warcraft. Sorry, I was in this economy discussion earlier today, and, and Second Life uh, came up in the discussion. Cause, uh, I used to play Second Life, and um, I thought about the fact that I think that the game was designed for people to have multiple alts. And, I mean, not just one or two, but I do think, you know, you get ten slots on each server. And I think that there was some thought given to the fact that people would create lots of alts. And that the, uh, what has been thought of as the norm, one person, one character, and getting them to 70 is um, kind of antithesis of what uh, would really work well for this game. I then when I got back in the game and I started playing, and I'm running around Angora Core, I mean Angora Crater, trying to get ore for uh, my, I was on my level 54 Hunter, and I'm trying to get gold, I mean Thorium Ore for my level 45 Hunter, who's a jewel crafter, and I realized that, you know, this was such an awesome way to play this game, and I'd like to hear your thoughts as well as to whether you think that uh, having multiple alts is the way. Not so necessarily needing two computers as I play it, but even just having one computer and leveling up different alts. There's so many uh, features in the game that allow you to interact, particularly uh, being able to send um, email, I mean mail, to your other characters. uh, And the fact that uh, sending gold is almost instantaneous seems like it makes it was set up maybe even designed for people to have multiple characters I think it's uh, 
it's something that everyone should explore at least once, especially if you've already done the 1 to 70 or 1 to 60 or whatever uh, road race. So anyways, I'm going to take a second break here. Of course, I'm not criticizing anyone who wants to do that uh, 1 to 70 race on a single character. I admire anyone's ability to stay focused on just one character and run that right through. I am fast approaching my second year in uh, the end of my second year in World of Warcraft, and my highest character is a level 54. I suppose that says something about me and my inability to <laughs> stick to it. Uh, I think that for me, I've been getting so much enjoyment out of fooling around with other uh, alts and moving back and forth that uh, eventually I, I will get to 70. In fact, uh, I just recently transferred over another character from Balgun to um, Earthen Ring. She was Aprilian on Balgun, so I probably should make another Aprilian on Balgun. <laughs> now that I think of that... <laughs> It's kind of neat that you can instantly make one even after you've just uh, transferred or deleted one, so that's kind of neat. And um, she was, a, as I said, she was a level 54. I spent uh, a couple of hours, maybe more, three or four hours, going around to all my alts, seeing what they had, seeing what I needed on Earth and Ring, and transferring a lot of stuff over so that uh, to. Uh, her name was Aprilian then, but she is Auntie Aunt Rilia on on the uh, Earth and Ring server. I kind of gave her that name because I wanted to be able to role play her with Aprilian and uh, continue her as uh, someone who is a relative of uh, Aprilian and Ardrian and who came to the realm to help them out and so I think I brought her over because I really like the guild that I'm in Alea Iacta S and I like I've invested a lot in this server and I feel that uh, it would be a good place to settle down with some of my main characters or become my main server so I brought her over after getting all her stuff together and getting her gear and it took less than an hour and um, I have to say that I'm very happy with her over here. And I think that once I, uh, in the next few weeks, I think she's going to get to 60. I think she's going to be one that I'm going to be pushing on. I have her right now farming in the, um, in on Gora Crater. She's farming Thorium. But uh, I think any, uh, as soon as I finish this podcast, actually, I'm going to get on her, and she's going to get on some quests. She actually went into uh, ZF yesterday and uh, got some XP, and she did uh, all her rep quests with the, the cloth thing. So I think I'm going to get her up to 70, and um, I'll know what it's like to have an in-game character, finally. But the point that I was trying to make was that, in the meantime, I have not been bored and I have not uh, felt like I'm wasting my money because I haven't 
been in the end game and that's the beauty of World of Warcraft is that it's it can be and is a very complex game that uh, allows for all these different ramifications and not just uh, one particular way of playing and speaking of transfer I did do one other transfer the thing that I like about World of Warcraft is, is that it does make you think a lot and how can I do this and how can I do that and I, I've been making uh, quite a bit of gold on Earth and Ring and one of my guildmates had mentioned that she had some gold on another server that she would love to get over but it was a PvP server and she had an alliance character on that server and she wasn't really ready to um, give up on that character just yet you know sometimes you get to a certain level and you get attached to them and you get attached to the server so I can understand that and so uh, I at the same time like I said had a little bit of money and I had some characters on Lathon I think I've talked about that server that's the server that's a PvP server that Randy Deluxe of uh, the instance has set up an, a secondary guild called the Fat Loot Fishers and because he wanted to have a guild on a PvP server so I uh, actually started two characters there and you know I had you can you can only transfer from a PvE server to a PvE server you can transfer from a PvP server to a PvE server and you can transfer from a PvP server to a PvP server but you can't transfer from a PvE server to a PvP server so there was no way for me to get um, money over to this server to help out my new characters and I think it's kind of neat because you know once you've started uh, working with characters and you've uh, had you've leveled up and stuff and you've gone through the whole drill and you've made money uh, you now have this in-game currency that you should be able to share and transferring is one way of getting the money back and forth so what I decided to do was to make a character on my guildmates realm on her PvP server and level it to 10 level 10 because you can't transfer any any characters under 10 there's also a limit in the number of money you can transfer you can only transfer 100 to 300 gold the 300 gold limit on under uh, on level 10 through 30 I'm sorry yes that's what it is level 10 through 30 can only transfer 300 gold and then it goes up successfully from there I think 30 to 50 can do up to a thousand and I think 50 to 70 can do uh, 5,000 or something which just seems like a lot of money <laughs> to me but anyways so it was kind of fun because I got on a PvP server and I leveled to 10 uh, I died a lot and of course I got ganked and uh, trying to get to ratchet because this person's uh, her uh, other character was uh, Alliance and I wanted to transfer over horde characters so I had to get this level 10 over to Ratchet and then to Booty Babe to the neutral um, auction house and then I put up a some I think it was ruined leather and my friend's Alliance character bid on it and I was able to she actually bid on a 425 and after 
the auction house got their cut. It was uh, just a little over 300 and I bought a few things on that server that was a little bit cheaper than was on er, uh, on Lethon server. And then I was able to transfer that character over to Lethon and uh, I, I won't say I did any tweaking, twinking. I just did some reinforcement. To me, twinking is using lots of purples and blues and uh, high-end gear and uh, lots of buff. But I got these guys into some greens and a couple of just maybe one or two blues. And mostly brought them bags and got them to be able to level up um, their uh, professions. So that was kind of neat. Uh, if you have any questions about how to do that, or if you have any comments on whether you think that's uh, fair or not, please send me an email at controlaltwow at gmail.com. So let's go on to what else has been going on. And when I did get out of the hospital, there was a box waiting for me on my desk. It was supposedly from my dogs. Jason and Jasper, but uh, I don't know how they got on Amazon.com. They managed to get me a Burning Crusade Collector's Edition, and I had been wanting one and wanting one. You know, I wanted one for the pet, which is cute, and I also wanted one because it came with all that other stuff, the, the book and the music, which I'm using today, and um, it also came with uh, the background video which was kind of cute. In fact, it was uh, I was watching some of the scenes from BlizzCon and it kind of made me want to go. And I want to go to BlizzCon. I have a reservation for a train trip to BlizzCon. It's going to take me 10 days to get out and back. And with only spending one day at Anaheim, uh, I don't fly. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know if I'm going to do it. I haven't canceled or changed the reservation yet, but it would be very nice to go. But I'm enjoying my whole um, collector's edition pack. And that came on the heels of me opening a pack of loot cards, a pack of um, cards, the World of Warcraft, the card game, and uh, getting a Landro Longshot card. So, this brings me to my next small uh, announcement. When you get the collector's edition, now, you know, I was a little bit worried because I, I wanted the collector's edition right out of the chute, you know, right when Burning Crusade came out because I didn't know, well, okay, I, I get, I don't get the collector's edition, but I get the Burning Crusade edition. What happens? I mean, I do I now have to start a new character, new bunch of characters. I have to start a new account because I have the Burning Crusade. Well, of course, Blizzard has thought of this. And their solution is you can call them up and you have to have all your information, of course. And what they actually do, and I thought this was kind of neat of them, is that they um, activate the Burning Crusade Collector's Edition onto the account that you choose. And then they email you a new burning crusade key 
So in effect, you don't lose out on the $40 that you spent on the Burning Crusade. Because to me, it seemed like, okay, well, yeah, I called them up. At first, I thought you, call, you get the Burning Crusade Collector's Edition, you call them up, and they upgrade one of your accounts, and then you're just out of luck. So what this means is I now have a Burning Crusade Collector's Edition, I mean, a Burning Crusade upgrade available that I can do it with I want and what I have chosen to do at the suggestion of one of my guildmates Ashoya she's just an ace all-around um, great warlock who's dinged level 66 and she's probably level 67 by now and I've decided to have a contest and these two items will be the prizes uh, the first item like I said is the grand prize is the Burning Crusade upgrade and the second prize will be the Landro long shot loot card unscratched of course this card entitles the uh, person to the bearer of it to get a tabard. You can get more information about that at uh, ude.com slash loot I want to say. I'll check on that while, uh, while I go on and talk about the contest. The contest will be to help me pick a tagline. The best a tagline and a ending line. When I say tagline, yes, it's ude.com slash L-O-O-T. So if you want to go see what the tabard, tabard the Landro Longshot Tabard is about, uh, you may um, go to that website. So this is what the contest is going to be. I need a, an ending, something to end my uh, podcast with and maybe even a new be beginning so I would like to f get either a beginning or an ending and uh, send it to me make it an mp3 or uh, if it's just um, a phrase that I could say you could email it to me something that has to do with alts that kind of encompass encompass the whole idea of having alts and uh, playing World of Warcraft and having them take control of your life. So what I plan to do is make it run for two weeks. So today's the 15th and so by the end of May the contest should close. Let's make it May 31st and then the following podcast will announce the winner and once you're selected as the winner then I'll solicit your email address and send you the f best one would get the uh, upgrade the Burning Crusade upgrade and the second best one will get the Landro Longshot Tabard or if you are the best and you have a preference I don't know are they which one is better which one is not depends on whether or not you want a Tabard or not so so create my tagline, my closing phrase for Control Alt Wow, and send it to me. And the best one will then be given, will win the upgrade to the Burning Crusade. And the second best one will get the Landro Tabard, Landro Longshot Tabard. 
tablet and this contest again will end on May 31st 2007 and then the following Monday or Tuesday the prizes will be announced and the winner will be awarded the other news I wanted to mention was I have gotten a Skype line it's simply control alt wow you can just reach me there it has an answering machine if I'm not on and uh, if you wanna leave your uh, prize suggestion your contest suggestions you can leave it at the Skype line or you can send it to ctrlaltww dot at gmail dot com and of course if it's a something from the game you can always uh, email me the mp3 file or whatever sound file that you uh, would prefer so what else is going on the other thing that's been going on is I've been back and playing and I did some actual dual boxing in an instance that's something I had never done before at first I was just going to usually when I'm getting ready to go into an instance I log off of whatever secondary character I have going on but this time I was encouraged by and thank you Asheo to bring in both Trishel and Aunt Rilia and they're both hunters, and they both have really good pets. Uh, Trishel is a level 45 hunter, and Aunt Rilia is a level 54 hunter. And they both had quests for ZF, including the carrot stick quest, which I hadn't realized that's what it was. I had heard of the carrot stick, but uh, it, uh, it involved... Um, getting uh, a certain uh, electrified uh, shed uh, lizard skin and they were able to get that but anyways back to starting off in ZF I was with Ashoya who is in our guild and she's a, she's a level 66 and uh, Bobo Shanti who is a excellent healer and uh, another guild member Landrilli and we went in and it was awesome I had only been in ZF a couple of times before and I never got all the way to the end so I'm probably gonna say this about most instances because it's true I really enjoyed the flavor of ZF the uh, mobs come at you pretty fast sometimes you wipe and I don't know I, I think it's kind of um, unrealistic to think that you could go into an instance uh, especially a higher level instance and not wipe so we did wipe a couple of times but we had Bobo Shanti to revive us and that was kinda neat because it's a long way back from the graveyard and uh, I got, Trishel got a couple of things she got two uh, a dagger and a sword, uh, Zhang Thraz the protector and Gazrilla Fang there'll be links to those in the show notes and they were definitely an upgrade she had a two-handed sword that was from she's 45 and I think it was a, from level 30 something so it was really great to get that upgrade and uh, it was just really fun fast-paced a lot of stuff going on and we completed a bunch of uh, quests I had uh, Aunt Rilia on follow and uh, was able to one of the things I've learned is that I can I have a hotkey for follow, which is usually the um, minus key on the uh, bar, 
on the hotkey bar. And then if I hit F, it will target the target of Trishel or the leading person. So that helps a lot. And I can send her pet, Aunt Relia's pet after, and then start shooting with Aunt Relia. The, uh, there's so many different parts, so it's neat. I love the click, click, click of the scarabs, and then that whole scene at the towards the end where you go up those steps and you're fighting the mobs coming up the steps. It's just one right after the other. Bang, 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 bang. Shoot, uh, hit up close, and that was just awesome. Afterwards, we went to turn in some quests, including the, the scarab one uh, and the uh, carrot on the stick one in Shimmering Flats. And on the way back, Trishel stopped and uh, spent some time leveling up her new dagger and sword because she had had a two-handed sword for a while and so she uh, you know spent some time hitting those lizards until you know she was able to get to uh, I think up to the 200 range and that was kind of fun but first she spent some time in, in shimmering flats with the uh, level 38 and then she went over to, once she had gotten high enough, then she went over to Tanaris and got on some uh, level 40 mobs so that she could uh, at least, you know, get some experience points for doing that. And Trishel, I mean, Aunt Rilia headed back to Angora Crater, but then she realized she had all this um, soil, so she headed over to Thunder Bluff and ended up finding the person to get the Angora Soil uh, rep quest and she started doing that. Uh, I don't know if she's going to continue that because at first I thought it was to get rep with the whole Horde faction but it turns out that it's just rep with Thunder Bluff which I guess she could technically get a um, a Kodo <laughs> as her next mount but uh, it seemed kind of silly to earn rep with uh, Thunder Bluff at this point. If anybody knows why she would want rep with Thunder Bluff or why she would want to complete this uh, whole uh, science experience, moral grain thing, let me know because, uh, you know, then she'll keep at it. The other thing that I've been doing is Trishel is a jewel crafter and she has been just uh, leveling jewel crafting at a nice clip. Thanks in part to the fact that she was a level 40-something when she started it, and also to the fact that she's been able to get lots of mithril from Iwari, who is my level 44 warlock, whom I have been keeping in held hostage in Crush Hold Bridge, Crush Bridge Hold, which is a series of caves in uh, Altarac Valley that are just filled with iron and mithril and sometimes true silver and gold and uh, she's been sending all her mithril to uh, Trishel and Trishel's been uh, prospecting with it. One thing though I find that if I prospect a bunch of mithril at one time eventually I will just get mithril powder. Has anyone else had that problem? Because I find that very scary because you know you got like 60 or mithril and then all of a sudden you're getting five and five and five going away to mithril powder and kind of frustrating. But she's being able to make some really incredible stuff. Some of it's not much that she can use. There's a lot of uh, some a lot of the uh, 
mid to upper range. When I say mid, I mean 250 to 275 uh, gems or rings or, or necklaces on the AH that uh, are selling at less than what it costs to make them. I think I'm going to send a bunch of them to either uh, a Prillian, who's a disenchanter, or a Vale, who's my other disenchanter. And oh, that was the other thing that Vale did. Vale, I got Vale and uh, Trishel together when Trishel got those two new uh, weapons. And the melee weapon, the dagger, she got uh, chains, weapon chains on them because uh, Vale is also a a blacksmith. And then she got enchant uh, lesser striking on the uh, on the sword. So that was kind of neat. So anyway, so Trishel is doing jewel crafting, and oh, and the other thing that's helping her too is Aunt Rilia, who is the level 54 troll, and Angora Crater, she's getting a lot of thorium. One night, uh, Aunt Rilia went around the crater, and what you have to do is, there's some thorium in the middle of the crater, there's some in the slithering scar where the uh, insects are, and there's a little cave there, and that just scares me, and you need more than one person to get in there. So what I do is run around the edge, I'm usually going clockwise, yeah, clockwise, for some reason. And so I start off at Marshall's Field, I fly into there, and then come down the hill, and just keep to the edge of the crater. And every once in a while you have to try to go up, there's little paths that go up into these little points that have the thorium. The funny thing is that the paths or the thorium is just far back so that it won't show on your mini-map. So you actually have to go up there. And sometimes you get up there and you find these pterodactyls that come down at you. And they're pretty harsh. Sometimes they're close together. And they do fear. And I have level 3 fear. A level 3 scare animal. Uh, on the hunter, on Aunt Rilia. So what I've been doing lately is scaring them, <laughs> and that's kind of neat because they do it to you. But if you do it to them first, you can, I imagine that they get kind of ticked about it. I know they probably don't because they just code, but it feels good to scare them first before they can send you off in a random pattern, you know, willy-nilly. But I have learned that. I can actually ride through a certain amount of them. They're levels 51 through 55. And if I use a, the right kind of pattern, I can actually go up in there, check around for thorium, and come back without uh, being uh, knocked off my mount. Sometimes I do stop and kill a few. I do have a quest where I'm supposed to be getting some claw from some pterodactyl with a white claw. haven't uh, gotten any yet, so I'm wondering if maybe I'm looking at the wrong pterodactyls when I'm killing them. I also go up into the uh, pylons that uh, have the uh, charge and give you the buffs because I've been using some of those buffs while fighting uh, in, the in the crater and uh, I think I actually use some in PvP. No, you know what? I use them in ZF and that was kind of neat. They're, you know, if you do that py pylon quest and then you get the book 
and then you can go around to eat, and then you collect all those little crystals that are on the ground and and uh, Gora Crater that are really pretty, and <laughs> I enjoy collecting them, and it's very satisfying. I've also been doing the blood petal uh, quest too, where you get 15 of those little blood petals, and you take it back to that uh, pachyderm at Marshall's uh, at the Marshall Field City, the little flight path there in Angora Crater. And then she gives you a bunch of like cheese, which is just some things like some supermana potions that are nice to have. So, anyways, I'm going around and the uh, clockwise, and I run along and go up in the the mountains every once in a while, trying to get the thorium. And and one evening, must have been two hours, I got twenty thorium ore. Another evening I got hardly nothing. I think it depends on the time and whether there are any alliance scum in the area. But it was mu very much worth it because I, at one point I thought, well, let me go check the auction house, see how much these the thorium is, so that maybe Trishel could just buy them outright. Uh, my uh, auction uh, alt, whose name is Primal, is doing a Primal, P-R-I-M-A-L-L, is doing pretty well with all the stuff that I've been sending her to put on auction. And now that Trishel is moving up past uh, the different layers, Mithril uh, um, and Iron and all the different uh, levels that she needed before, the stuff that I'm getting from my Rarvi in Crush, Hole, in Crush Bridge Hole and from uh, uh, Aunt Rilia, I can send to Primal to sell. But anyways, we looked. I, I looked up Thorium on the auction house, and we're talking five golds, five gold a bar. So, when I think about uh, Aunt Rilia spending a couple hours going around the crater getting 20 thorium ore, she saved me a hundred gold, which is you know, pretty nice for a couple hours of work. Of course, I could have sold that for a couple for a hundred gold, but it's much better to get the material for what I need rather than just have the gold because I'm actually playing the game and so because of you know Aunt Milia's cooperation Trishel's doing well what else have I been doing I got Andrea Adrian who is my level still level 21 hunter and uh, Aprilian my level 24 warlock they're in Ashenville right now and they're doing a few of the quests out there, including the um, the spy quest and the satyr quest, and of course the war song blades thing. I uh, had a warrior who is uh, a engineer make up like ten blunderbuss, and she distributed them to different people, including some alts and a Perillion, so that anybody in my guild needs some, that's I can just instantly log off on one. Of, of what I'm doing or log on to somebody who has them and pop them in the email and I've done that a few times and that's working out nicely um, Aprilian is kinda stopped leveling up her uh, her tailoring which uh, because she's at 24 so she needs to get a little higher before she can actually get to the next level and the next level includes a pirate hat that is for level 245 that I was able to buy for real cheap on the Alliance side and send over to uh, Aprilian and put it in the, into the bank for storage. 
I've gotten a few things that way on the from the Alliance side that are a lot cheaper. Today I actually got a few uh, bags, 16 slot bags from the Alliance side that were either not available on uh, the Horde side or just outrageously priced. So that's working out well. And the whole um, Dragon Horde hatching thing is working out pretty well. Let's see, who else, who have I left out? I haven't gone on Lathon as much as I'd like to since, um, well, I got them up to where they needed to be as far as goods and stuff. I think this week I'm going to work on them because uh, one of the things that uh, is part of the guild cha charter is uh, participating in the Sunday fishing, and I hope to be get my fishing up to a level where pretty soon I can uh, participate in that match at Booty Bay. Uh, Vale is almost dinging 40, no, almost dinging 37. So uh, she'll be out in the uh, in Strangle Thorn Vale, <laughs> Vale and Vale, with uh, Trishel a few times this week. Also, oh, I did some PvP, had a great time. I should post, a, I think I'll post one of the, uh, the results on, on the show notes. Uh, I didn't win, and I didn't get a lot of kills, but it's fun to just get in there and wade through and run back and forth and even die a few times. And, uh, you know, I think I've said this before, I encourage anybody to try the PvP side. Once you've learned the regular side and, you know, and you're comfortable with your, uh, you're comfortable with your uh, uh, profession, or your, I mean your class that you've chosen, I wouldn't go in with a rogue because I'm not very rogue oriented. Vale is a rogue, uh, and uh, I wouldn't go in. I've gone in with a warlock, and I've gone in with a hunter, and I've gone in with. Uh, I guess that's about it. I can't fight without a pet. <laughs> I'm uh, in the easy mode, I guess. Tell me uh, what you like to do in PvP, and if you PvP, I'd be interested in knowing. Or if you have any questions about going into PvP, the best way to go, of course, is to go in with some friends or some members of your guild, because that makes it so much better and so much easier, especially if you have somebody who can give you some pointers and uh, coordinate with you. Let's see, what else has been going on? I think that brings me to about the end of the show. I had hoped to talk about Children's Week, and there are some thoughts about that there's going to be a Children's Week in uh, Outland as well, with uh, new pets, uh, but uh, I don't think it's hit the realm yet. Yet I should go over to PTR. I do have a, a character transferred over there, and I do have it set up on one of my computers to see what it's if it's there or not. Uh, and I'm a little bit relieved because I was in Shimmering Flats, uh, turning in those uh, ZF quests, and I forgot to get ice cream. And ice cream is going to be one of the things that either you're going to run down to Shimmering Flats to get it, or you're going to buy it on uh, on the auction house. So I might want to get some on the auction house at a reasonable price, of course. I don't want to gouge anybody who's trying to finish a quest. And my next uh, episode, I'm going to definitely focus on dual boxing. 
I'm going to look at some macros. I'm going to look at uh, why I do it, how I do it, and I want to hear your questions about dual boxing. I want to hear how you dual box, and I want to know what you think of dual boxing. And uh, don't forget to participate in the um, contest because this is the point where I need something to say to close out the show. I want to thank all my faithful listeners. Uh, this is a really fun thing for me to do, and uh, it allows me to share my thoughts. And it also changes the focus of the game, because a lot of times when I'm playing, I think about what I want to share with you in the podcast. Uh, it's a tiny, teeny podcast. It's probably the teeniest podcast there is. But uh, right now, that's good enough for me. Who knows? Maybe one day it'll change, but... Uh, this is Control Alt Wow, and uh, we do things about alts. Okay, so that is the end of the episode. This last piece I wanted to talk about, and you can totally ignore it and jump through it, or just you know, end the episode right now. But there have been some questions, and I didn't want to talk about it while it was in the heat of the whole Imus thing because the whole Imus thing was stupid anyways but there were on several podcasts and I'm not going to mention the names of the podcast but there were several podcasts who discussed discussed hair particularly African American women hair and they were talking about dreadlocks and I thought about responding writing an email, sending an mp3 player, mp3 file, and then I thought, no, I'll just stay out of it, because it's not, that wasn't the important issue, and it's, this isn't going to become a good learning experience, but then I thought, I would like to at least address it briefly at the end of the closing thoughts of my podcast, and I was going to do it last week, but we know I couldn't, but I just want to say, A, dreadlocks aren't dirty. I wash mine frequently. They smell wonderful. I use uh, this Dove moisturizing uh, shampoo and conditioner and it makes my hair smell really nice. And uh, it's not matted. It actually locks kind of the same way that uh, yarn does. Uh, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes to some pictures that I took that I put up about dreadlocks or the steps are to making a dreadlock or a little information about my dreadlocks. I did this for two reasons. <laughs> the first reason being that uh, I did post pictures of me on uh, uh, LAI Acta S board and uh, I have dreadlocks and I don't want anybody to think my hair is dirty. And I guess it's the only way people are going to know things is if you tell them. I think a lot of the uh, opinions of dreadlocks actually stem from uh, some Caucasian people do mat their hair. And, you know, I'm all for trying different styles, and I have nothing, I don't think that they're wrong for doing it, but the, the type of hair, I guess, just doesn't lock the way my hair does. And so that's the second PSA in this podcast, and I apologize. Uh, please write me if you are offended by anything I've said, or write me if you're not offended, or just write me at controlaltwow at gmail.com, c-t-r-l-a-l-t at gmail.com, or you can 
leave a message for me on my Skype at Control Alt Wow. That's my Skype account. And uh, as always, check the website controlaltwow.com for information about the show. And uh, insert tagline here. Thanks. Was there something else? Yes, you're totally annoying. Blah, 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 blah.